Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. Once we're in that phase, our bodies in full, you know, fights fighting whatever it is that agitated us, that caused all this inflammation, you know, and all that mucus. And then once we slough all that off and cough everything out, and we need to be taught how to keep our body, um, yeah, like not inflamed because that's the cause of most most disease so how we keep our systems in this balance where it's not um doing these things in excess and i guess um if we go to different environments that's what we're exposed hump day yeah and it's Friday for most people because we're going into the gobble gobble day. Yes, that is Thanksgiving. And uh, hopefully you guys get to spend some time with friends, family, you know, whoever, and uh, eat some good food and just relax and, and not think about the problems of the world for, you know, a few days, maybe, you know, and uh, just enjoy people's company, whether it's friends or family or both. So from everyone here at M3E Media and... Every program that I'm involved in, I want to sincerely wish everyone 
a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, I know I'm going to be spending it with uh, family and uh, so, and, and friends because family can be friends as well. And I'm going to be eating some good food. So that turkey, that stuffing, some mashed potatoes and corn. Out here in Pennsylvania, I, maybe maybe it's 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 all over. You know, maybe it's a little bit more, more popular than what I think. But out here, we mix our, our mashed potatoes, gravy, and corn together and eat it that way. I, I don't know why. It just tastes so good. Um, I guess if you go to KFC and get those bowls, uh, they do this kind of the same thing. But uh, I, I, I kind of like to think that us Pennsylvanians, uh, or Pennsylvanians, whatever you want to call us, inbreds, kind of invented that. So, yes, hopefully you do the same thing. If not, give it a try. You might like it. Anyway, let's get into some housekeeping. If you want the full episode of this, this episode full in its entirety with no commercial ad breaks, go to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast and sign up for the $3 tier. This is the only episode you'll get on that, that tier. No video, no nothing else. Now for the $5 tier, you get every episode that comes out with um, no commercials and if there's video that is released, such as cunt, it goes on the $5 tier as well, and any bonus material. Now, there's a $10 tier as well. That's for the super supporters. And man, I thank my super supporters. You guys, you guys are awesome. You rock. So let's keep that growing. Spread the word. Be annoying. Be like, have you heard my Third Eye podcast? Have you heard some of the shows that he does? This Conspiracy Underground news team? I mean, it, it's it's all the rage. All the kids like it. So, uh, yeah. Again, go to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three, five, and ten dollar tiers. Now let's get into those pets. Okay, pets are very near and dear to me. You know, I woke up in the middle of the night last night, and my coon hound. I have a train walker coon hound, and no, it's not a racist slur, and we're not in the eighteen hundreds, but that's that's the breed he is. And they do a thing the the in the coonhound community they call the coonie curl they curl up like a little cat and i woke up and he was right by my pillow last night in the middle of the night and i just kind of rolled over put my head kind of on his thigh and man we snuggled and i I slept like a baby so if you want to enjoy those memories and those times whether they're having anxiety joint issues muscle pain uh, maybe even seizures you know it it helps with that too go to purepetwellness.com Scroll around. They have many, many products, American-made, American-owned, American-operated, and American-sourced. So again, that's purepetwellness.com. And if you enter Ghost at Checkout, you get 20% off your entire order. Again, Ghost at Checkout, 20% off your entire order. Okay? Conspiracy Soap is coming back, waiting for the shipment to come in. Hopefully, it'll be here in time for the holidays, but... Just to keep you guys remi- reminded, it's dangerousworldpodcast.com. Okay? Dangerousworldpodcast.com. Go there. Brian's got some cool merch as well. Um, I don't do merch because I don't know how to draw. And uh, uh, just not that good at it. So uh, maybe down the road somebody can help me out with that or whatever. But until then, just go to dangerousworldpodcast.com. Look through his merch and what have you. But... That's where you will also find the conspiracy soap. And we're bringing new, two new flavors. No, not flavors. I mean, you can't eat it. Two new scents and keeping two of the OGs. So 
Again, I hope you like it. And I'm going to get out of here so you guys can uh, listen to this, enjoy it, and go eat some turkey tomorrow. Okay? Go eat some turkey tomorrow and have fun. Relax. Don't worry about conspiracies. Don't worry about shit. Just enjoy each other's company and make sure you take a nap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of M3E. I am glad to announce that due to so many different conflicts and scheduling, whether mainly on my end, uh, I finally get a hookup with Mandy Bird and talk about all things Akashic Records, Reiki healing, and and so much more. I got to thank you again. We talked a little bit before we started. Thank you again for understanding and rescheduling and, and rebooking Things happen in life, and and I was going through a, a rebrand, and not necessarily a rebrand, but just readjusting the schedule of the show, and, and trying to, you know, take take a little time so I have time to myself to get back out in nature and enjoy things. So, Mandy, yeah, thank you again, and let everybody know where they can find you on your social media. I know you're big on Instagram. And I was looking at it a little bit today. I saw some of your live videos and what have you. And I don't know where you are. I'm assuming you're in, and I'm just going to take a guess. You're on the West Coast, but I want to say like the Northern, maybe Northern Pacific or Northern Northern uh, California somewhere, but it just looks beautiful. Well, actually, um, first and foremost, I want to thank you for having me on the show. Um I'm actually located in Northeast Ohio. Um, yeah. No kidding. That, that's <laughs> crazy because the one one live or made the one video you took, you could have been at a beach. I don't know. It just looked like it, it reminded me of the West Coast uh, with the rocks on the beach and, and the little waves okay. rolling in. So that that's kind of where I got yeah, it. But, we have Lake Erie. That is our North Coast. Okay. Um, the rest of the uh, state is, well, kind of landlocked. The Ohio River runs along the southern border. But, um, no, I love uh, to connect with water. I'm a water sign. And um, I've always felt uh, calm and soothed by water. So I try to get to Lake Erie or local little ponds, creeks, whatever, um, I'm also a kayaker. Um, I don't go shoot rapids or anything by myself, but I like to be on the water for solitude and for a little bit of a workout. So, um, yeah, so that's what those so uh, videos. You're not too far away from me. I'm in central Pennsylvania, so I'm kind of okay. land- landlocked as well. You know, we have Lake Erie, Lake Erie up in Erie, Pennsylvania. I live right along yeah. uh, very close to the Susquehanna River. Uh, which wow. some people say, and I got to do more research into it, that there's a lot of healing and n- natural um, benefits from the Susquehanna River. But growing up around here, it's always been told that, you know, it's a very polluted water. You don't eat the fish out of it. You know, people fish on it, but they just always, you know, throw them back in. And you right. said you were a water sign. Are you a yeah. Pisces? I'm not. I'm cancer. Okay. So you're my daughter's sign, and I, I'm actually, it's funny, I'm Pisces, and she's cancer, so. Okay. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, actually, Lake Erie used to have a bad reputation as well for um, being polluted and whatnot. The Cuyahoga River that feeds into the um, lake in the city of Cleveland actually caught fire in the early 70s, I believe. So that was a big joke. And we've been called the mistake on the lake and all sorts of things. But I do think it is a beautiful state. We've got a lot to offer. Um, I do like to be outside. When I was growing up, I spent a lot of time in the woods with my brothers. And uh, it's a just became close to my heart and I like to get there when I can. Well, that's awesome. I'm going to ask you one quick question and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. And it's not a, it's not a, one of those heart stopping questions. You live on the east, uh, eastern part of Ohio, right? Is where you said or central, whatever. And you went in the woods a lot as, as a kid and still like to. Have you ever heard any Ohio house? Or are you familiar with what the Ohio hell is? No, I am not. I've never heard this one. Is okay. this another like crypto? It's Bigfoot related. So okay, there years ago on, I, I want to say Traveler Discovery. There was that show Finding Bigfoot where they had those cameras on in front of them and they'd walk through the woods and they'd make all noises and what yeah, have you. It'd be almost the same similar clip going. Yeah. yeah. So long story short. Uh, the one guy on that team, he's the one responsible, and I, for, I forget where exactly it was in Ohio. It was right, it, not very far from the Pennsylvania Ohio border, or somewhere in the woods. But he caught an animal making like a really like like noise, you know, a couple times, and it yeah. later got caught, uh, deemed you know the Ohio house because he he caught it in Ohio. So there's there's. Rumored to have some Sasquatch Bigfoot activity out there. I didn't know if you've ever came across anything weird in the woods and, you know. I personally haven't seen anything of that nature. Um, I've seen lots of animals. Um, That's a cool thing to experience. Oh, yeah. Um, personal. But um, I don't know. I've heard stories. There's local stories around here. This These people called the melon heads that were... Um, um, I forget the doctor's name, but not far from here in Kirtland um, that they were experimented on. And then I think the kids finally retaliated and went after the mm-hmm. doctor or something like that. And their heads swelled up like hydroencephalitis or something like that. So um, there are some local, you know, so there is some local lore that I'm aware of, but nice. I haven't heard of the Sasquatch one. Yeah, I think... Uh- I think most people in Ohio call it the uh, the grass man. Um, if that if that sounds okay. more familiar, yeah, I, f- I have actually heard that the grass man. Yeah, so, and, and just, I think it's uh, like near Ashtabula County, a little bit closer to okay. Pennsylvania. All right, yeah, just just one of those random questions. I was like, well, you know, I got to ask because I I'm a, I'm a sucker for for Bigfoot. I, I believe in the guy I, it, or girl. You know. It, I, I don't know. I just have a soft, warm spot for that big, hairy creature. So, yeah. I, anybody? Yeah, he is pretty cool. He was the, I don't know, something to fear. I don't, I remember my brother kind of had a fear of him. My, my aunt introduced him to it through a movie, and I guess it traumatized him or something. But um, no, I mean, he's gotten past it, of course. But <laughs> uh, 
No, it's it's cool to hear any of those things. I think uh, there's so much more possible than what we're led to believe and what we're taught growing up, um, which is some of, some of the reason why I got into the Akashic Record work. Um, and it all started through my sister-in-law doing a reading for me some, many years ago. And um, when she started talking to me about these things, uh, teaching me about myself at a soul level, and I had some friends and family even say, well, how do you know these things are true? And it's something I believe is true because I got goosebumps all over my arms. The back of my, the hair on the back of my neck stood up and it was like, I felt it to the core of my being. That's how I knew. And um, I just started to explore a little bit more. Um, I do believe that we are uh, reincarnated on this earth. We have that choice to be reincarnated. And um, there's certain areas on the face of the earth that I've been drawn to for some inexplicable reason. And I found out, well, I had certain lives there and when I was doing all these wonderful things like growing plants and probably being some kind of herbologist or some kind of doctor back in the time, because I like to cook with them. I like to infuse them. I like to, I don't know, uh, put them in my bath salts when I, you know, take my baths, my aromatherapy. And um, I just started learning more and more about why I was drawn to certain plants um, cannabis being one, I have used it to help with um, depression and anxiety. And I had doctors in the past, or not doctors, therapists tell me, no, Mandy, you know, that's a bad thing. It makes you feel like this. It makes you feel more depressed. And it's like, well, you know, doctor, not really, because... Sometimes that's the only thing getting me through those depressing days. Uh -huh. And I started learning a little bit more about the plant, and I learned that we have this endocannabinoid system, and it's, we have receptors all over our bodies, and um, it helps regulate the rest of our systems. And um, it's just been a, a wonderful learning experience. I got to be a little bit of a scientist myself learning about different cannabinoids. Um, these are different components that they pull from the cannabis plant. Um, they can be used for anti-inflammation, anti-anxiety, so many of these healing components and you don't have to get a psychoactive reaction from it. Um, you can still feel calm and relaxed without feeling that buzz. And, um, you know, I've heard so many people experimenting with cannabis and getting super paranoid and ending up in the hospital. And it's really um, a very safe drug to use mm -hmm. because it doesn't have a lot of side effects. I mean, worse comes to worst, you get a little anxious. I mean, they're going to tell you to maybe eat something and take a nap and right. you're going to feel better <laughs> yeah. and it's not going to end up harming your body long term, you know. And I really think um, 
more people need to know about that. And I think more people need to learn um, of other ways how to deal with our emotions and heal ourselves. So we don't continue hurting other people. Absolutely. And I actually recently started, uh, I have a, I have a, a sponsor of the show. They're, they're Pure Pet Wellness, and they're an American-made and owned company out of California that deal, he came, he came up with the, they sell pet CBDs. And he, his dogs were sick, and he, 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 he had enough, so he started kind of like you, you know, researching and figuring out, and then he started making his own CBDs, his own balms, his, you know, now, now they have a whole line of products. Well, two weeks ago, I don't know, I, I, I twisted my, my knee a little bit and it was in my upper, my lower quad muscle and, and area was, was really hurting. I was, I'm a vet, so I was eating ibuprofen like it, it was going out of style like it's candy it's skittles you know that's what they always gave you when you're in the in the service so i was eating them and taking some tylenol and it wasn't touching it all week and i was just like what the heck so i came home and i looked over on the counter and i was like you know what i have all these cbds um that i've been using with my dogs for either anxiety or usually anxiety sometimes a little muscle issues but not much i was like i took out the tincture and i put some of the CBD oil in my, my fingers and I started rubbing it all over where I was hurting. And it, right away I felt this almost warm sensation. Like it didn't yeah. fully take away the pain right, right at that spot, r- like right away. But I knew something was happening and I was like, yeah. Oh, I felt that. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, this, this feels good. And I was always skeptical of, of using them cause I have a CDL and I was like, man, what if I mm. get a random drug test yeah, and I test positive and come to find out, you know, obviously there's no THC in them or very, 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 very yeah. small that you're not going to test for anything. Right. So that whole weekend, um, I just kept putting it on, you know, every, every few hours or whatever, you know, when, it, okay, it's starting to hurt again, you know, put it on that Monday I was walking with zero pain. Like it, it, I Fabulous. didn't have to take anything for, you know, ibuprofen or Tylenol or anything like that. And I was like, wow, this stuff's amazing. And I've always been a big believer in natural healing because, you know, when the Rockefeller medicine, you know, came came about with petroleum-based medicine and this and that, you know, all it is is just to make money. And when they can take a plant like the, the cannabis plant, because it grows yes. anywhere, like a weed why right. hence why they called it weed um yeah but it was it, it's so helpful for for you in so many different ways whether it's like you said stress anxiety pain whatever um my father has parkinson's and um he was just in and out of the hospital not you know a couple of weeks ago and i asked him i said well, have, you know he lives out in wyoming i said have you asked your your doctor about taking some medical cannabis and his instant re- reply to me. Now he's in his seventies and what have you. And he goes, "I don't want to lose my one hundred percent VA disability." I said, "Dad, the VA prescribes it now." I said, "So start talking to your doctor about it." And he he claims he's going to look into it. But I, I, any clip I've ever seen where people were bat- battling really bad shakes with Parkinson's or whatever they give tremors. Yeah, yes, they would give them. It really does help calm it down. Um, I 
was in a group. Um, we took a little class from this doctor that was giving a course on cannabinoids. And her son is autistic, and they use it sometimes um, to help him focus or to help him calm down if he has, you know, some type of reaction. And they're, I mean, they're even showing like before and after, um, um, oh, what are they called? MRIs, mm-hmm. you know, um, people that have had PTSD and after they've been using um, cannabis, cannabis and CBD particularly, and that, you know, neuroplasticity is possible and their brains are healing um, from things that they weren't getting, you know, other benefits with yeah. um, other medications and and just the side effects that go along with it as well. Um, I too, um, I was prescribed medications in the past. I've dealt with um, a lot of depression growing up and uh, I did experiment with cannabis at a young age and drinking. Um, drinking runs in my family as well. I ended up quitting drinking on my own and I, to this day, am grateful that I chose cannabis because I, knowing and watching my my son and his friends lose friends to other addictions and it's um, an epidemic. Yeah. Other countries don't have that, epi- that epidemic. Um, and I just think cannabis is a gateway drug to healing. It isn't a gateway drug to destruction. No. Um, I've met so many people that do benefit from it. You know, you're hearing vets that are using it to deal with PTSD. Um, and then let alone the physical ailments that it helps, you know. Yeah, big time. That and, uh, that and psilocybin in microdoses. Yes. And uh, yeah. I, I think that research that, that they're doing with that is phenomenal. And, you know, if it can help lead to, to maybe curing Alzheimer's and, and other brain-related traumas, oh, oh the, uh, I mean, it, it's psilocybin and mushrooms are so closely related to us, just like how we have the cannabinoid system within, within our body to and all the receptors. Yes. Everything here on earth that is here somehow is here to help us. You just have to find the way. Now, I'm not going to sit there and say, go out and experiment uh, with whatever mushroom you find in the woods and uh, maybe you live, maybe you don't. No, it's people have done the research by now to know. And and I go forage for wild gourmet mushrooms, you know, in late summer, early fall. And that sounds wonderful. I love them, you know. Pick them yourself. Yep. I this uh when was it i think uh august my wife and i were taking a drive up through uh one of the little state parks over here and just doing a slow drive she saw it and i saw it at the same time we was like stop 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 back up back up we got probably close to 10 pounds of chicken in the woods like it was just all all over this tree and i even left some for other people to to pick if you know i wasn't going to take it all i've never eaten it how exciting so delicious so delicious that and lion's mane oh but i've yet oh, okay. i've yet to uh 
I've yet to get out and get in the spring and get morels. Everybody, that's a big thing out here in, on the east. In- I've looked for them. I have yet to find my own. I've I've purchased them to eat, and mm-hmm. they were one of the best mushrooms yes. I've ever eaten. Yeah, most flavorful, and oh, yeah. just the texture. I like the texture, and there was almost a little bit of grit in there, and you know, just that deep earthy flavor. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think it's such a cool thing that. Something that grows and, you know, something that can, de- you know, help break down and decompose something is so healthy and so nourishing and give can give you so many positive benefits, too. Oh, yeah. um, I, too, have experimented a little bit with that, um, with depression. And I... You know, I, I've heard as you go along, you know, just with microdosing and that type of thing, um, that possibly you'd use it forever. And I don't think that. Um, I think my stretches with using it, um, I think I'm becoming more consistent um, with managing my emotions. I don't mm-hmm. get in these deep, dark depressions. And it's just everything seems to be in such a level balance. I mean, then that's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, creating homeostasis. We're not supposed to have these extreme highs and lows, and um, but we're also supposed to be able to take care of ourselves in a healthy way and not have to worry about what we're taking and what we're putting in our bodies and how it's going to affect us somewhere down the line. Right. And I think these ways are extremely effective and I think more people should know about it. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just like when you tell somebody these days, you know, you shouldn't probably just, you know, kill all your dandelions in your yard. You know how much health benefits they have just for your heart alone. And they look at you like, what? No, you got to kill them with Roundup and all this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So Roundup can make more money. You know, you got to give that money to Monsanto. You know, do, do you realize back in the early 30s, 40s, and 50s, people had dandelions more than they did have grass in their yard because of that? Because they'd go out and pick it, and then they'd harvest the root, and you know, break that down yeah, and everything. Put it in your salad and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. I'm drinking a dandelion tea right now. Nice. It's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's what we were supposed to do. We were meant to, you know, grow our foods. And, you know, and when I was growing up, it was, you know, early 70s and those TV dinners came out and everything was like, you know, after that, it was the microwave. Then Mm. you get microwave dinners even faster. And then we find out down the road that these microwaves are killing all the nutrition in our food and, and, I, I've even seen those tests where they take water and they microwave the water and compare it. And you could see the different in vibrations with that. It, mm-hmm. It's yeah. And you mentioned as well that the roundup, these things kill, kill cells. They kill living things. How can it be good to walk across in your bare feet? I mean, and now people that have worked for these companies are coming back with lawsuits because unfortunately they've, you know, are suffering with illness caused by working with these chemicals, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy how the, you know, 
the older I get, you know, my my way of thinking compared to when I was in my twenties or my teens, you know, obviously you didn't care back then. You, you ruled the world. You know, you 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 were going places. You were making making names and going places. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But yeah. you just, you you followed the flow. You you ate what, what you were told. You you bought into the next commercial, you know, and, and I... I'm, I'm guilty of it too, you know, and, and I do this sometimes on the weekends. I'll get on YouTube and go back and watch like retro commercials. And then I'm sitting there looking at them and watching them and I'm laughing because what I know now and then what I didn't know and sitting there, how much propaganda that they used to just push. And even, even, even now, you know, with, with all your pharmaceutical ads and what have you, but it's just mm-hmm. nothing but propaganda just to sell something. And then you start looking what they put in cereal, cold cereal. You know, they're putting um, t- TSP uh, yeah. in And that's the way there. you're sticking your day off. Yeah. And it's like, why are we putting all these chemicals in? And and I get some flack from some people at work when I'm, I'm you know, tell them, you know, I, I made some fried chicken. I, and they're like, oh, would you fry it? I said, 100% pure, pure lard. And they're like, oh, that's so bad for you. I'm like, actually, no, it's not. I said, if I sat there and drank the whole thing of lard, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that would be bad. But my body can naturally break that down because it came from a natural, organic, uh, living thing. It didn't come yeah. from chemicals made up that are the same chemicals that are in vinyl siding and, and all this other stuff. I said, my body can break it down naturally, just like it can with natural butter because it, it comes just straight from milk. And if you if you start looking at stuff like that, it's like... Oh, well, why are they telling us that all these fried food, well, look what you're frying them in now compared to what our ancestors, like our moms and dads and grandparents, that's all they cooked with was lard, you know, and oh, I know. they didn't have the heart issues and, and stuff that we do now. It wasn't until no, they, don't. they started changing they and putting all these chemicals in, in different, you know, whether it's your, your, your food, your grains, your, your your different oils that you're you're using to cook and then now to come to find out all these seed oils are super bad for you and it's like yeah. they advertise them as so supposed to be so healthy and it's like no no if it you don't you don't want to do that and you try to tell people where vegetable oil you know started and, and crisco it was it, it, it was a poison and then they found out oh we can feed it to chickens and it'll make them bigger and fatter and no, we'll just uh, well they can eat it and they're not dying. We can put it now onto the uh, the American public and and put it out and make more money. And it's like, geez, it's just a never ending cycle of keeping everybody sick. Because if they realize if we go back to natural medicine, there's a cure for everything. Well, exactly. And where do you think they got these medicine? They based it on the nat- the natural medicines that the Native Americans used. But yeah, they alter it and so they can mass get, produce yeah. so they can make lots of money. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, Oh, the red dye in cherries is is where ibuprofen comes from? Oh. Well let's uh take that 
add a molecule or two, and now we'll call it ibuprofen instead of natural cherry juice, and uh, now we can patent it and make tons of money off of it. And it's like, wow, you know, because all these all these medicines derive, like you said, from natural plant-based organ, uh, whatever, but they just have to add a certain chemical or another molecule so it's not natural, it's man-made, and slap a patent on it, call it this, you know, and next thing you know, oh, we have this new uh, drug for for eczema or whatever, but it might lead to suicidal thoughts and diarrhea and bloody stools and you might bleed out your eyes and puke constantly but your skin will be good yeah yeah let's weigh the odds here right (laughs) yeah no thanks um yeah i try to eat as organically as i can i of course i'm not perfect um but i do try to make healthy choices um i try to do a couple things that are healthy is a baseline and of course i you know do shop on my own and that type of thing but i do like a hello fresh and for me it's nice because i don't like to decide what i'm making for dinner i mean i'll pick a few things that i like it comes there and it's like oh what are we doing today and it's just a fun way to experiment with food and it everything's healthy and fresh and i'm in i'm not plugging for them but it's just a um an effective and easy way for me to eat healthy so so there are other options like that that are out there you could get fresh vegetables but they're a little you know not perfect looking so you get right. these little veggie rejects but they're delicious and fresh food so um yeah it's good stuff out. there's good stuff out there absolutely and, uh, the best stuff that I've ever eaten out of my garden um, didn't look perfect. Pardon me? I said the the best uh, vegetables that I ever grown out of my garden did not look perfect. Oh, no, they didn't. But they were so wonderful oh, to yeah. eat. And did you ever eat, like, uh, I used to grow broccoli and I would freeze it. And when you're eating that broccoli, like, on a cold February day, and you could literally just like taste the sunshine in that vegetable and know that you grew it and you can sustain and it's just it's a good feeling and it's uh um yeah it's a fun and safe hobby yeah to absolutely get into. um personally i just learned that i've been planting my broccoli wrong for ever because i wouldn't i would only get a couple little stalks here and there and my buddy at work, he goes, I'm not telling you how to do it, but this is how an old timer. And he goes, when I mean an old timer, this guy was like in his nineties. He knew what he was talking about. And he goes, you need to pack those roots and pack that dirt as tight as you can around the roots. And he goes, if you think it's, if, if you think it's tight enough, keep packing and making it tighter. He goes, the more tight that those roots are, the more heads of broccoli you'll get in the, like what you see in the store. He goes, then you'll start getting that. And I'm like, well, I'm trying that next spring because every time we'd, we'd grow broccoli, you'd get, you know, you get a little head here or whatever, a little stalk. And then next thing you know, it's all going to, to flower. And it's like, you just started growing. Like you didn't even give me hardly any broccoli. So I wonder, usually you start with the soil. I don't know enough about what broccoli needs to grow. Um, when I was married and growing it, that was like our bumper crop. And I just know, 
The soil around there, there were a lot of pine trees initially, so I don't know what that would add to the soil. But we would get big heads, like our first heads would be enormous, you know, like bigger than what you would see in the grocery store. And then after that, you know, the other shooters would come up and you'd get little ones after. But it is such a rewarding feeling. Um, Do you have success with other things, obviously? Oh, yeah. We're good at we're really good at tomatoes, um, really good at peppers and hot peppers. I love hot peppers. Uh, My wife, not so much. I mean, she can take jalapenos is about the hottest that she goes. But, uh, you know, I love making my own hot sauces or drying them and and making my own like pepper shake that, you know, you put on a pizza or whatever. Uh, We have asparagus that we grow. Cucumbers work real well. That Um, was always challenging. I never was successful with asparagus. So I have found um, the only fertilizer that we use on our garden is I get it at our local hardware store. Now, last year and the year before, due to supply chain, yada, 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 um, it was hard to come by, but it it was uh, fish fertilizer. So basically, it's organic okay. fish just ground up into a liquid. I mean, it's stinks. There are great things about that. I've yeah. never tried that myself. But yeah. wear a clothespin on your nose because it it stinks. Yeah. It's it's nasty. Oh, I bet. But it I've man. used um, chicken chicken poop compost. Okay. Um, I've used a little bit of that, and then I've made my own compost. A friend gave me one of those big tumblers, and I used to throw all my scraps in there and. You know, just experiment with different things as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, but when we were talking about growing things and we were talking about cannabis, I, I did experiment and grow some of my own cannabis before. And I was unaware at the time. A friend said, well, just throw some in the ground just for kicks. So I threw some seeds in there and then I had other ones in um, big um, organic soil and potted tubs and the ones in the ground I'm kidding you not were only about this big the other ones you know continued to grow that were in the organic soil and then I found out afterwards that they used to use hemp plants to throw in different places like if there wasn't um, to help absorb metals or help absorb some type of toxicities or whatever Mm. in the area. And then I thought about that and thought, I don't know if I'm ever going to eat anything in the ground around (laughs) where I'm living in the current time. Anyways, Um, it's nice to have big, you know, so I do grow herbs and that kind of thing. I've moved since then, but it just made me wonder what, what else is in that soil that, you know, these things weren't able to flourish. So just food for thought, you know, moving forward. If I'm going to be eating something, I want to make sure that it's in good organic soil, you know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, when we moved here and bought this house, they they did not have a garden here. Uh, where we planted our garden, uh, it was like a – they had one of those swing sets for their young kid or whatever, you know, and they had railroad ties around and mulch. So we repurposed the mulch, spread it around the flower beds and what have you, and eventually got rid of the the railroad ties to make it easier to to rototill and and what have you. But when we started turning the soil, I mean, it was black as black could be. I mean, it was dark. And I was like, this is a good sign. Now it does have a lot of clay. And I think I put probably close to 400 pounds of sand 
throughout the the whole area that we had for a garden. It probably could use okay. some more, but man, anything that we put in there loved it. And then you put that fish fertilizer on top of it, and they were, they, everything just went nuts. Now, um, I think this coming spring, I'm going to start experimenting a little bit with what they call electroculture. I don't know if you you're familiar with that. Oh, it's at the copper wires. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I haven't experimented myself, but I've had some friends have great success with that. Same, same. So I'll so. be anxious to hear what you've, yeah, well, how you do with it. That's, yeah. a, that's exciting. So I, I, uh, I, I'm going to be having an affiliate here shortly. I, I haven't released the, the bumper episode, so to speak. It, it's it, like an hour long, basically promotion of, of their product, but they're, they're making their own um, electroculture uh, rods and the videos and the pictures that I've seen because I follow this podcast and what have you I mean they have a 20 is it 20 or 25 foot rod on one one part wow. of and they have them all over and you know and the, she she even went as far as They're putting uh, all their garden and vegetables they everything everything and the one part of their garden she laid out the copper rods in the fibonacci sequence and everything went nuts and what they really liked it they responded well very big and what did she say i want to say they got like a four or five foot piece of asparagus oh my god yeah and it's incredible yeah it, it, it was nuts now obviously Part of it's woody, but I mean that one right. piece of asparagus fed a family of four, and that was just one. And oh, I was yeah. just like, "Holy cow!" <laughs> it's awesome to yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Like with the the energy, and you know, um, yeah, plants respond well to good energy, good energy, positive energy, uh, healthy energy. There is what is good and bad. I mean, it's. Uh, the different vibration really. So, right. um, but you know, we're living energy, energetic beings and we could change our, you know, uh, energy as well by what we eat, what we put in our bodies, how much fluid we intake, what types of fluid. Um, yeah. And I just started experimenting with these things and, Actually, when I met my fiance, he was uh, he was so impressed with my healthy habits. He said, "You really eat like this?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I I can do it. I can be very disciplined, um, but I do love good food as well. I like uh, and yeah, I like to spoil myself once in a while. So yeah, there's nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> if we have nice healthy ways that we can experiment with food and that's why I like the fresh herbs and um and I found out that these herbs have similar properties to what the cannabis plant has there's these different um properties in the plant called terpenes that give them their smells their tastes and those terpenes are actually what have uh the healing properties as well the anti-inflammatories the antivirals um you know um things that help you know reduce inflammation things that help relax you and um and that's why gardening is uh so therapeutic for me and 
I just, yeah, it's just fun. It's, it's fun. It's, it's always an experiment. And, you know, sometimes you get surprised. Sometimes, you know, you don't get what you were banking on when you plant the plants, but you know, it's, uh, it's all a learning experience yes. and that's what it's all about. I was going to say, you'll learn something. Uh, so don't ever go into planting a garden thinking, oh, everything's going to be fruitful and plentiful. You're going to have mistakes, but those mistakes are, are, are just fertilizer for next year. You know, you'll you'll learn what not to do or what you did right. And, you know, I mean, heck, I remember my grandparents. Now, this is when I still lived out west. They actually, I, I, they kept like their own farmer's almanac kind of with their garden. You know, like what did right. good or yeah, how. Yeah, they how, kept their own records. Yeah. And, 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 I know people that do that as well. And, and, and it's important, you know. Um, looking back, yeah, you can learn from your mistakes and improve. You can improve the soil, and yeah, it's it's cool to keep records like that. Absolutely. Now, you do something called Reiki. I do. Let's get into that. Okay. Well, it is a healing modality, a Japanese healing modality. Um, brought to the Western world um, by Madame Takata, um, actually, and Dr. Usui, and I can't think of uh, the original founder as well. Um, but I started doing this. Um, I was introduced to it. Let me go back. I was introduced to it um, when my son was about four years old, so probably about 24 years ago. And my mom was doing it. And um, you can, you know, actually feel the energy. But the way my son responded, he's like, Mom, oh, she, you know, puts her hands and I just get so relaxed. And, you know, it helped calm him down before bed. I mean, he was always a very active kid. He would go until literally he would drop, you know, until he was exhausted. So it helped, you know, calm him down. And then... um so many years later, she never followed through, never got attuned into the third degree. I think she only did one or two attunements. And then um, so many years later, a sister-in-law that introduced me to the Akashic, she started doing Reiki as well. And um, I just saw uh, the wonderful transformation it brought in her life. And I thought, boy, I, I want a little of that too. And once you experience it, you um, it's just a calming, soothing um, feeling of unconditional love for me. Um, it helps you create space to let go of things that uh, don't serve you anymore. Um, it invites you to be open, and um, some people think it in, enhances your intuitive abilities, um, but mostly for healing. Um, a lot of people don't like to take the time and energy on themselves, and um, when you're not nurturing yourself, you can't be nurturing and loving for other people. And uh, it came at a crucial time in my life and got me through 
some difficult times and that's another thing. It's just, uh, oh, one of my teachers calls it, uh, like a massage for the soul. Um, I just think of it as being held in unconditional love. Um, massage for the soul. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like I'm put on the spot right now. Um, but it is just a calming, relaxing modality. You could do it in the comfort of your home. When I started doing it, um, COVID had just started. I tend to overthink quite a bit, started panicking. I have asthma. I'm going to die. I'm never going to make it through right. this. And it just, yeah, it helps you. Five simple um um principles uh, that it's based on just for today I will not worry just for today I will not be angry just for today I will do my work honestly just for today I will be kind to every living thing and just for today I will be grateful for my many blessings and five simple principles yet they don't seem so easy sometimes. <laughs> right. And why is that? And for me, I think simpler is better. Um, I'm trying to be more natural, no fluff, no frills. Um, and it's simplified it. I was born and raised Catholic and I am no longer practicing. And it's just much more simple for me to understand than the Ten Commandments and, um, it's it's different. Um, and doing this kind of work has been a challenge for me. I haven't officially come out of the spiritual closet for a lot of people. Um, it's difficult where I live in Ohio. I used to call it a dinosaur, dinosaur state. I was shocked when um, the abortion law passed and the uh, cannabis passed. Um, I'm happy because I think we need to have a lot of improvements in our politics, in our governments. Um, I think there's a lot of changes, so that gives me hope. And um, I guess I'm here talking to you today because I am hopeful and I want to be part of that change. I want um, I want to help people, you know, get through life. Life can be a little difficult and we can all use a little help. We can all teach each other something. And um, these are healthy and happy ways to do that. Um, I worked in the medical field for most of my adult life. And I just started changing the way I was thinking because I was doing more research. Like, mm -hmm. why am I telling people to put fluoride in their mouth when I'm not doing it myself? I, uh, it's a neurotoxin. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. um, I, I yeah. will, I'll never forget. This was probably two or three. I want to say Thanksgivings ago. Um, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their, my niece and nephew were here and they had, come over to visit you know they were staying with my in-laws her parents and uh <clears throat> i remember my sister-in-law went 
because I brush my teeth out in the the kitchen uh, in in the morning, just out out of habit and old routine or whatever. And she comes in, she's like, "Why do you have children's toothpaste that says fluoride free? What's what's wrong with fluoride?" I said, "It's a poison." No, I I haven't I I haven't really ever had cavities and and I get fluoride treatments. I said, "Do you know who started the whole fluoride movement?" And she looked at me and my brother-in-law looked at me. I said, "Hitler." And they they yeah. just okay, uh I don't want to have this conversation cuz you're crazy. I, I I'm not going to believe you. Uh, well, okay, do your own research because it is Absolutely. a neurotoxin. Yeah, it's a neurotoxin. It makes people docile. It dump in a, in a dummy kind of way. It dumbs them down, and, and okay, I'll comply. Yada yada yada. Well, how do you think he got everybody to go along with his plan? And 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 you tell people this, right. and it's like, just go back and research history that hasn't been erased yet, and you'll find out fluoride is a poison. It's a poison. Right. And we're told, right. put it in your body, put it in your mouth, uh, give it to your infants so they have good teeth. Yeah. And your mouth is so vascular. I mean, it, it's absorbed so quickly. Um, I've been told it calcifies the pineal gland in your brain. That's mm-hmm. what helps um, helps if your pineal gland isn't calcified your tuition your intuition is a little bit more open you're able to be a little bit more aware of your surroundings and that's yeah goes to that that dumbing down Mm -hmm. hence the name of my podcast my third eye oh yeah i love it (laughs) but yeah so is is reiki kind of because I get confused on exactly what it is. Is it kind of like doing like, like chi work, like energy and chi work, and and yes, okay. Because yes. I I used to, I was never formally trained. I just would meditate and what have you. And long story short, when my wife and I were dating, she had like a sore shoulders and back or whatever, and I just always used to play around in my spare time. Pers- you know, not play around, but, you know, just experiment. And I'd, I'd right. make like a chi ball in, in my hands and I would act like I was passing it back and forth and, you know, f- kind of feeling the energy. And I just thought, okay, maybe I, it's just in my head or whatever. Well, one night she was laying on the bed and I said, just let me, let me try something. So I, I started my breathing because, you know, little martial arts background and, and, and meditation. And I just could vision my energy going in through her going through her body and then into the bed and then back through the way it came. And she said, she goes, you knocked me out. And, you know, she fell asleep on me. And when she woke up after her nap, she goes, that was the most awesome experience I've ever had in my life. She goes, I could feel the energy leave your hand, go through me and then transfer coming right back into through my body, back into your hand. And, and I just there always call go. it, I, I, I just cheat you up. You know what I mean? And yeah. it took away her you pain. You were doing your own thing. Yeah. And but, yeah, you were intuitively led to do that. So yeah. somewhere in your history, you are remembering 
that, yeah, that's what you do. You use your own energy and you can clear energy or ignite energy in other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's cool. And that's what exactly what you did. Um, other people, well, people that do, there's different types of Reiki. Right. Um, I'm attuned into Usui Reiki and it is very traditional. I like that. Um, we do different symbols with our hands and the different symbols, um, can, initiate different energy and help move and sets um sets purpose um intention with the energy and while you're doing the work you can um have a slight touch most of it is hands off um because you can actually feel the energy moving um it's it's incredible work you um you get intuitively drawn to certain areas and it's like, Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you my hip was, you know, my hip was hurting and it's like, well, you could definitely feel there's something going on there. And it just becomes. I'm bad shit. What you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tight rope, walking the edge. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me, yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I want a soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause Fuck I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we batshit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word to my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last snug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. But here I am, 
still stuck in the bathtub My brain fried, but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one I'm bad shit I'm fucking bad shit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm bad shit What you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head When it come to this upside down system Had enough of it Enough of it Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.